Hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is Nigh podcast. I'm Chris Wyden, and I'm sad. I bet you are, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's real sad out there these days. And this is my co-host, but... this secret sad voice. Harrison Stewart, of course, <laughs> yes. You, you know us. You have the dweebs and doofuses have been bagging us for months now. They say, there's too much good news in the world. We need the Nye guys to come back and to tell us about the bad things that are happening always. When are they going to be back on the because air? Because we're just like... When are they going to be back? We're inundated. <laughs> we're inundated with good news. And I'm tired of I don't want to listen to so your positivity, I, okay? I just don't want to hear no. it. I, you know, it it's exhausting. It's exhausting. So we decided, hey, why not get back on the air, talk about the bad things, the stuff that no one is willing to touch, dare I say? You can call us the touchy boys, but please don't. (laughs) Please don't. I I would very much prefer that not to be. Uh, a nickname. Yeah, I liked Nye Guys. That's good. Might. I mean, not that we haven't been called that in the past. Obviously, we are we are right. back. That is obviously a long-standing uh, canon. <laughs> not any sort of spur-of-the-moment thing, because of course, this show fully scripted ahead of time. Uh, we are just reading a brilliant script laid Horribly out by... reading so badly. <laughs> Reading very badly. It's a poor reading, but it is a strange script. There's, I don't think the script had an editor. Yeah, for some reason the words um, are on. It, it like, does. there's not a continuous sentence in a single line. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. it it drones it's broken on. up, so it takes like maybe twenty words a page, and that's why we're mm. speaking at this cadence right now. But um, right. But yeah. Got kicked off the air, as you all but, know, and now the Nye guys are back uh, in the podcast realm. We're back. Mm. And there's not a ton of bad news out there, but we found a few things to talk about. Uh, Mr. Wyden, do you want to I do want to kick us off. I mean, yeah, everything's been going... Oh, 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 in a very, a very merry apocalypse. Oh! To you, <laughs> and Mr. Wyden. a darling doomsday to yourself, Mr. Stewart. <laughs> darling doomsday. We're gonna have T-shirts I already. Know. God damn it! We need those merch connects right now. If you know someone, call yes, call <laughs> us, business daddy. Call. Yeah, us. we gotta. Oh, by the way, speaking of, if you do uh, ever wanna hit us up and say, "Hey, Bad you daddy. guys suck," uh, we don't have an email yet, but um. <laughs> But yeah. I have a, you know, I have a YouTube channel called Misinformation. Email me at misinformation100 at gmail.com. And, uh, and I probably won't see it for months. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're opening with we're plugs? We're opening with the plug. And now... <laughs> Truly, this is, this is a revolutionary podcast. I mean, what, what else could you expect from... Uh, coming from the YouTube realm. Coming from... Of like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, like, 
just being blasted all over the screen. This is the auditory version <laughs> of all the YouTube, like, hey guys, like, just make sure you mash that like button before we get started. Smash that like button in five, four, three. <laughs> Two. For all you who did it, thank you so much. And for those who didn't, wah, wah. And then there's like a really funny sad f face meme that all the kids oh get and they're like i have to s smash the subscribe but the problem with repeatedly smashing the subscribe is that you could accidentally unsubscribe and if you if you recall earlier in our career i used the phrase smash that subscribe and i think that's how we lost all our yeah, listeners. I'm pretty sure everybody did, and we went from it's millions to zero that makes sense. in seconds. Mm. <laughs> seconds. The world Oof. moves that fast. Had a little burp age. there. All righty. Well, I'm glad we got off to a really good start on this ranty, newsy podcast. Uh, that was a really interesting story we just covered, but let's talk about... Let's talk about uh, Texas. You know, the frozen tundra close mm. to the border of Mexico. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I, yes, I know the one. Uh, when Texas freezes over. Which was uh, this week. That happened. That happened this past week. But mm. don't worry. Um, we are up to date because we read the news sometimes. We know how to read. And power, I believe, has mm. been restored to like 2 million-ish people. In the uh, Lone Star yes. State, but uh, I think it's still like roughly a million but, people, probably give or take, are out of power. And now the big issue is a lack of water. Nobody has access to water, and if they do, there's a boil advisory because the water treatment plants are shut down. <laughs> and on top of that, all of the Republicans are like, oh, no, did you see the part about the wind? Oh. Like, the wind froze. And it's like, wait, hold on. The wind, which is responsible <laughs> for maybe, like... 10%, I think. At most. A tenth. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. At most. Like, that fails, and then they're... they're, they're that's like the backup to the backup. <laughs> like, there's so many other things that went wrong. And then all Republicans are like, it's the fault of the Green New Deal. And it's like, haven't you guys been in power for like two decades? It's amazing thing? how they Is can that... like blame policies that don't exist. They're like, that don't. <laughs> they're like, exist. it's the fault of this policy that has only ever been suggested. <laughs> Ooh. It, I mean, how, 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 how in the world is it the fault of something that has been proposed and has not happened and not how you have been running things up until this point? And also, I mean, the worst, one of the worst parts about this is that this is just like yet another dry run for what's going to happen when like the oh my God, yeah. environmental catastrophes are just like in full swing happening all the 
all I've the been watching time. the news thinking all to myself, time. I need to go out to the store now and like get 20 gallons of water and get like 50 cans of beans because like seriously people are going to think that like a normal storm is going to hit them and then it's going to be this type of shit. Like I mean, what was hurricane season? I mean, obviously I don't live uh on the East Coast um anymore but you were here hurricane season had like what 30 some odd hurricanes or some shit this year and they were mm. all more powerful yeah. than the previous year <laughs> right i mean yeah Ugh. it's just getting progressively worse and the response from the government is just to blame everybody else Uh-oh. I mean, which uh, obvious, but it you know? what annoys me like, is like, like they're like, the respond like by being. I think the best example of this. Sorry, I'm kind of jumping right now. But the best example of this to bring it back to Texas Trump. and the government Trump is guy. the and I'm sure you read about this. The Colorado City Mayor, this small town in West mm. Texas, this freaking mayor literally got on Facebook and told his residents. <laughs> That the government and the utility companies, quote, don't owe you anything and that they would have to fend for themselves to get electricity or water or food. And it's like, your job is, is like to help people. Like, what are you? You literally are just like, I don't owe you shit. And then, of course, he like immediately resigned after that. So he figuratively and then literally abandoned his town. <laughs> just <laughs> or I guess. I don't know, philosophically abandoned them. I don't owe you crap. It's like, no, the utility company, by its like definition, owes you stuff, especially when you're a paying customer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the whole point of the utility company. Like, I don't owe you anything. It's like, no, I pay you. I do pay you to do things. You owe me a service in return for payment. That is how commerce works, my friend. What, 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 what don't what you, you get? Doing? And as like, like, why, why do all societal rules just break down? It's just, it's, oh, fuck yeah. you! No, the every man for himself. It's like, it's no, like you're the mayor. Like How? you owe why? us because we voted for you, bitch. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like that's how that's it's a transaction. That's what a vote is. It's I vote for you, and you represent my wants. <laughs> like, god damn it! <laughs> No, yeah. I think it's that was such a prime example where it was just like fat like fucker. And I think I read that article in the Washington Post, and I have no love lost for the Washington Post, but I did just want to call it out that that's where I got that little tidbit from. The Washington Post has, you know, Absolutely. they have many of their problems. The the Bezos Publishing Company has... <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so there's that, which sucks. And also, like, him stepping down, like, we don't know what happened to you. No, yet, we do. Oh, did you not see this? Not looking great. The same no. day, the same day that he made that announcement was the same day that the uh, FTC revealed or like published or decided, I forget, whatever it is the official term is they use. But basically, the FTC ordered Amazon to pay $62 million in tips to drivers because they're like fresh food, same day delivery drivers are promised by the company and Amazon tells customers this as well, a hundred percent of their tips. And then Amazon secretly cut their wages and filled in the loss in wages with their tips. 
thereby literally stealing $62 million in tips. It's like the biggest, richest company in the world still stole $62 million from, like, working people. <laughs> oh, well, no. that See, but that's the thing, Chris. I don't know if you know this, but you can get as rich as Jeff Bezos playing it clean. That's the American dream, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You get your own little business, turns into a corporation, and you don't have to make any moral compromises, baby. You can get rich doing the right thing. <laughs> we all know this. All you this. have to do this is, is this just is not know what's happening. Kindergarten, <laughs> go, do, do kindergarten level politics, Mr. Wyden. It's, 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 we love it. We need it. We feed God. it. Oh, it just it it it's one of those things where I am always I am obviously very anti-fashy person, but I am anti-fashy person. Mm. But um <laughs> I would describe myself as pretty anti-fashy overall. She's an anti-fashy queen and she's coming on this season to show them who's not the boss um, <laughs> but uh but yeah no but like i still if if there were a fashy thing to punish people that i would want i just want tribunals for fucking jeff bezos and mark zuckerberg and all the heads of the oil companies and just like these people who are knowingly doing this like irreparable harm to the planet that affects all of us. It's like this kind of needs to be like punishable by death. Like, well, what do you mean by they like? No. Well, you have like Exxon who because like I, I would knew argue... that climate change was happening, commissioned that study before it was public knowledge, learned that they were going to be responsible in the eighties, and then hid all that information. And it's kind of like that to me is a crime against humanity on the level of war crimes. Yeah. No, no, no. It totally is. I do think that Zuckerberg in particular, it's hard to tell what he knows. Oh, yeah. Because it seems like he keeps himself in the dark about so many things intentionally that, I mean, and like that, that was the. Like when he was on trial at Harvard, admittedly a long time ago, but he just like could not understand what he had done wrong. <laughs> you know, he's just like one of those people that is like, well, but no, I had an idea and I did it. And it's like, but was it the right idea, Mark? And he's like, well, I did it. So it has. I, yes. Like, hmm, buddy, go fast, break shit. Oh, Mark. Break things. Whatever. Yeah, move fast. Break Ooh, stuff or whatever. Incredible how he hit. Yeah. How about democracy? Well, that's, well I mean, done. that's the oh. other thing. I know we should be talking about Texas, but now that we're on Zuckerberg, I mean, did you, uh, there was the, I forget who, 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 I think it was the AP where I read this, but apparently Australia, it was or is looking at imposing a law on, um, on Facebook that'll basically require them to pay local media sources to display their links it's a very complicated weird fucked up sort of thing and i haven't looked deeply into it so excuse me if i'm if i'm missing well i mean but that like 
that is so much of australia to where like it's good in theory but like what the fuck it's are you weird. doing you know like obligatory voting oh, yeah is like a prime example they have a lot of that crap. uh it's like yes i want I want everybody to vote, but I, but anyway, the like meat of that story is that they wanted to impose this, so Facebook literally shut down all news, local and international, on Facebook in Australia. So like anyone who gets their news primarily on Facebook in Australia could not get it. That's like a giant corporation is bullying a continent into getting their way, which is like. To me, I think Australia's mistake is freaking out at Facebook and the international community freaking out at Facebook. It's like, no, freak out at Joe Biden. There is one government in the world yeah. that can do something about crap like this, and it's the U.S. government because that's where these massive tech companies are. So, like, we need to write legislation that can be, like, prevents them from, like, determining how other sovereign states behave and legislate. Like... Right, but that's that's like the weird thing about how they operate is that like on the one hand I feel like the Democrats are against them for that reason where they're like holy shit you need to stop like when you see you are responsible if shit took place on your platform that led to led to like real life consequences but then when they're talking about like when Republicans are talking about their own rhetoric, like that's when they get pissed at Facebook and shit like that because they're like, you're editing <laughs> us and like there's a conservative bias on your fucking platform. So like, I mean, they both hate big tech, but they do it for totally different reasons. Yeah. And, and it's insane how much, how much like, especially like Facebook just like capitulates to the right. Oh my god, um, they do, and they give them all these, like, platforms, and it's become this, like, massive... <laughs> I mean, granted, Facebook, and I don't want to say any platform, especially of that size, is, like, one or the other, because it always angers me when I hear talking heads, like, act like YouTube is this, like, center of right-wing extremism. It's like, none of these platforms are centers of any extremism. Like, most, the majority of people on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter are not extremists, but they do allow for that culture and community to get together mm -hmm. and they don't do anything about it until it's way too late. And in the case of Facebook, it's like, they're always doing this encrypted messaging. And shit. Then, it's like, right. And it's also like, I mean, I mean, one of the things that pisses me off the most about that is that what it is now, like there's, there's a new step in the evolution to where you have a Christchurch situation or something like that. And then they crack down hard but then there's always these assholes waiting in the wing to swoop in with a fucking clone app or site or whatever and just be like, oh, take like D Live, like fucking Parlor, like all of these things. Yeah, now Parlor's back, of course. Naturally. So that's that's a fun hoot. I love how there was this brief stint where it was like, oh, they're gone. Like Amazon's going to take them. It's like, no, like don't forget that Robert Mercer exists. And like, they're just like crazy right wing, extreme rich people who can make a website exist. Like, yeah, Bezos can destroy websites if he wants to, but like, <laughs> there's always right. a way, especially if you want to, you know, see the end of, the state and like watch capitalism eat itself sure uh, 
But to take it back to Texas and really to wrap up Texas, I think, you know, there's probably enough talk this week already from a lot of people about it. And I think one of the... Yeah, well, about Ted. I actually didn't want to talk about Ted, but I'm glad you brought it up because I am annoyed Mm -hmm. that every major publication saw fit to not only report that Ted wasn't around, but to have, like, live news updates all day. That Ted wasn't there. Cruz isn't there. Oh, no. I'm like, really? How about reporting on the fact that, like, the giant polar Arctic storm in the most of the country is preventing people from getting vaccines? (sighs) Or the fact that a COVID relief bill hasn't passed yet? Like, but no. Ted Cruz is in Cancun. Let that take up the news cycle for the whole day. (laughs) And I mean, like, Twitter is one thing. If, like, if Twitter wants to go nuts on his ass, be my guest. It's going to lead to some fucking hilarious content. But I totally agree that, like, I didn't understand why there needed to be an entire section on, like, CNN and MSNBC's websites where it was just like, Cruz abandons his people. It's like, oh, we needed to know that Ted Cruz was a piece of shit? Well, thank you very much. I did not, I was not aware. Give me four to five more stories about <laughs> it, and perhaps I will believe. I mean, it was, I don't know. They were all redundant, and I was unclear as to why <laughs> we had to continue to cover something that we already knew, which is that he is a bad person and not very good at family, uh, which I feel like... Yeah, he's a gold star was, turd. Like, he's just man, a- yeah, just a the shit. man could like teach a master class <laughs> on being the worst. You know, anybody can be <laughs> Ted bad. Cruz's master yeah. class. Ooh, Ted Cruz's bastard class. Huh? Huh? In my bastard class, I'm gonna teach you the top seven anybody ways. Anybody can be bad. <laughs> it takes something special to be the worst. It takes patience, hard work, and most importantly, imagination. <laughs> Not to mention a mind for ciphers, because you want to make sure the press doesn't find out what you're saying for Absolutely. at least several weeks. Absolutely. <laughs> that is. That was a uh, Zodiac joke for any listeners out there who are unfamiliar with the Ted Cruz is believe, Zodiac yes, killer theory. The doofuses <laughs> are not generally aware. The dweebs know what's up, but the doofuses don't seem to know that, uh, that particular thread. Um, speaking of right-wing nut jobs, there's your transition, Mr. Wyden, go. Smooth as butter. Right-wing nut jobs. Basically, just I wanted to move right along into, like, COVID sucks and all this shit, but we also know that. And just as a throw out there, I don't want to harp on Mm. COVID too, too much, because I am personally sick of hearing about it every day, as everyone is. But... Wear a goddamn mask if you're out there, and remember that just because cases are trending down doesn't mean that thousands of people are not being newly infected every day, still. Like, it's going in a positive direction, but it still is not positive news. So, you know, there you go. But mainly, Trump is getting sued by the ACLU, which is kind of fun. He might go to crime court for a few other things, but I do like that there is, like, a poetic justice in the ACLU saying that he violated the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871, which was just like, mm, chef's kiss of just 
things that <laughs> that they could have gone after yes. him for. <laughs> it is it is a very Al Capone esque like, oh that's what felled him. Uh if I mean if it does get him, I I, I <laughs> can't like, he feels of course it is to me, unfortunately. Man, Nutters does not like Yeah, it might not get him there. and it <laughs> yeah. Butters the dog yeah, is, is not nuts. pleased outside. Um Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush. Oh, he's dead. Thank God. Okay. Now this is this is kind of I, I, I do not particularly wish to discuss whether or not he was a good person. That is not Well, it, we know the answer. Yes. No, I agree. <laughs> I have listened I have listened to a lot of Rush Limbaugh uh in my day and the number one takeaway the reason why he is such a bad person is because i do truly believe that he knows better in a way that someone like steve Ducey, who's just a fucking moron you know like he's steve just a trained Ducey? puppy i don't even know steve friends. oh god <laughs> uh yeah like one of those goons like they're i mean they're just idiots you know like they they, they just parrot whatever they the problem with Rush is that, like, I truly think that he knows better and knows that a lot of what he's saying is bullshit, but he knows how to speak to certain demographics and he just, like, weaponizes that. Um, so I do not wish to talk about whether or not he is a good or bad person, but rather, is it okay to celebrate someone's death? Admitting, admitting off the bat that the first thing I texted you was <laughs> quote burning hell rush. I Which admit that I love that is actually how I got the news. Like I saw that text and I was like, oh good, he's dead. Like that was the thought process. <laughs> but is that is that okay? I guess I, is, is 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 mainly what I want to. What I, I want to. The break. answer is yes. I think if you if you are doing irreparable and you spend your life doing irreparable harm to like mm-hmm. the just general cohesiveness of a society and the general understanding of what reality and truth is. And you spend decades mm-hmm. breaking that down until, I don't know, a coup happens, then maybe your death is worth celebrating. I mean, I would count people who are far less evil than Rush Limbaugh as like people's deaths that i would celebrate or did have a positive tingly feeling about like when scalia died i think my reaction was yay or some some like bland positive thing like that like <laughs> yeah but that's kind of that's kind of my point is that and i mean I, i'm fully playing devil's advocate here of course because like a lot of people not a lot a lot of like far right people they're the first thing that they wanted to point out was like we didn't celebrate when rbg died which a untrue objectively (laughs) but even if it were true there's a big difference between those two people right oh yeah and there are and there are contributions and accomplishments but i mean some people think that scalia was a good guy some people think that um rush was a good guy i fervently disagree with him i think it takes a huge degree of willful ignorance to believe those things but i don't know 
it kind of it, it complicates the matter in my mind a little bit. I mean, I think I think there's a way just the guess, celebration of the of the of the death. And I guess maybe and celebration again, I liked is like lots of memes that were <laughs> digging on, but like yeah, in terms of like just the general community of the online world or with your friends being pleased that someone who has done such such a just you know a, a huge the scope and scale of of horrible things that like mm. Rush Limbaugh is partially or directly responsible for it's like I don't have a problem with people celebrating I'm using air quotes for that I do think there's a difference between a public figure celebrating like hey this person who has definitely and objectively caused more harm than good is like i don't mm -hmm. have an issue with it should someone do it i mean i don't know i don't think that's up for anyone <laughs> to claim but like yeah. if you do it fine i think there's a difference between that and like celebrating to mean you know going to like rush limbaugh's funeral and like taking a dump on his casket like obviously yeah. one of those is really not cool and one of those is like yeah it's like yeah if you want to like a meme or make a meme that's like hey remember this guy who like eroded the fabric of our you know society and republic yeah. then like yeah okay <laughs> and i mean he lived he lived long enough to like start making excuses for trump like trump's role in the insurrection it's just like all right if that's and I mean, like, I, you know, I don't like Richard Burr and I don't believe at all that his vote to convict was a good faith act. You know, it's oh, the yeah. fact that he was in it. He's retiring. So like, but that and that's kind of the point there is that every single Republican that has been in like high office and has retired afterwards has had nothing but negative things to say one okay you're you're a vindictive ex-employee whatever it may or may not be true two even you know it's a big he's trump's a big guy maybe like there's just a lot of people but every single fucking person every single one that 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 resigns or leaves Shameless. or is retiring are just like all of a sudden they find a soul it's yeah it's, it's just Oh it's, my god. I it's horseshit. I, I mean it's I like say, yeah. It's like Ted Cruz I say again. It's unbelievable, but it it's very believable. It's annoying. I guess what's the problem is it is it's unbelievable that it is so believable. It's just like how how do we how did we wake up and I mean it's what everybody asks in a collapsing society, but it's like you you're like how how did this ha like how did we let this get here why are these people still in power and how are they getting reelected <laughs> again and again and again and like i don't know it's why when people are like oh maybe we'll get out of it and like you know the country will survive and it's like i don't think so i think it's over like i think mm -hmm. we're just at the beginning of the end so it's hard to see that it's the end but i i, agree I do think you know people are going to have IEDs going off in suburbs in ten years? Like I think it's going to be a very different world a decade from now than it is currently. Yeah. And again, all of these, all of these recent tragedies and shit have been like a good dry run, or just like, well, if certain people are in power, they're just not going to give a shit. 
you know? Yeah. And like maybe. And I mean, some of those people, some of those people can be Democrats. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty, plenty, plenty oh. wrong with the Democratic Party. And even ones who do care, they don't care urgently because most, and I'm not going to say all because it isn't all, but most members of Congress are worth close to or well over a million dollars. And it's like. Right. Yeah, like thus qualifying them as not real people. Yeah, and of course, so it's like, yeah, I'm pissed that like COVID relief, every single one has taken so long to pass. But it's I'm on, I'm not surprised. These are people who right. don't understand what it is to like be hungry. Like, <laughs> yeah, who really don't understand what it is to want, and they just have no problem saying that people don't need to be paid fifteen dollars an hour. Oh um, my god. It's insane that it's, we're fighting for minimum wage to be less than its equivalent it, in like the 1940s. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it fucking? Isn't it like seven fifty right now? It it's depends like, on the state. Like goddamn you're in. ridiculous. Yeah, I think nationally, in it's, North Carolina, it might be. Oh shit! I have the internet. Yeah, you can find. I'm pretty sure federally, it's seven twenty-five. I think it's a seven bucks and a quarter is like the federally mandated minimum it wage. It is. <laughs> we have the lowest. Oh my god! It's horrible. It is horrible. But like, there are that a few is, states very embarrassing that are like higher. But even the states that are higher, with the exception of like a few specific, like I think Seattle specifically as a city has like $15 an hour, but like most States with higher See, minimum I, wage I, I, are dude, still under time, that. I, I forget that like cities can set minimum wage. That's kind of wild to me. I mean, it makes sense because like our whole, our whole structure of government is many governments within government. Yeah. And I mean, like people just need their, I think that's the battleground that people are, have begun more seriously in the last because of you know trump and daily trauma on a national level people have begun to be like where is the like place where i can actually exercise power and the answer is your local city town government and you can do a lot you can do a surprising amount with just <laughs> that government and you actually have a huge say as a voter in, a, in your local government wouldn't it be kind of rad if the left just adopted like sit like cities rights <laughs> kind of like states rights i mean no hold on but no i mean yes it's funny but think about it think about it just roll with me for a second i love there it. are so <laughs> many fucking people in huge cities right huge cities tend to lean democrat what what if the left just started like a oh it's yeah no we totally agree it's all about small government uh we want like cities to be and, and and i mean this this is kind of a terrible example right now because new york is show well that's not a city that's cuomo but still i i don't know i think that they could rally a lot of people to just like like on the premise of like you can't tell us as a city what to do because like we're a smaller jurisdiction it's all about like power to the people of like a small area I mean, it's true. I mean, that's really where I think that's the the like. It's uh, been a successful rallying cry in the past and for the right, though. I don't know if it would work as well on the left. I think it's being. I think it's proven at least m not marginally, moderately mm -hmm. successful for the left in 2020. Like last year, you know, that's what defunding police is. That's a local government thing. 
So That's like true. Minneapolis, like actually doing some serious defunding and serious reorganization, not enough, but serious LA did some very minor police defunding, 150 million out of 3 billion. So not exactly, not exactly defunding, but you know, at least they took some money away. Well, and... but, but Chris, <laughs> the Los Angeles police department has never had any problems or even complaints in the past. Yeah, I've um, never heard of any there's issues. There's no reason. None. Who's What's Rodney that? King? Who? <laughs> Who? Who? But I do think there's hope there. I mean, I think you're right at a certain point. Like, it has a limit, but I think it could definitely... It does have a limit, but I think that people should push for it more. And it would force I, larger I, I feel national like it, things. It, Yes, because, I mean, it's a lot easier to be closer to a, a council man or woman. Um, I mean, even in, like, a massive city, it, that's, that's at least closer than, like, congressional, just because of, like, how wide the swaths are. Or even, like, state yeah. officials. State, like, congressional yeah, I mean, it's just, and if you live in a they're state... They're called different things in different states. Like, they're delegates in some states, they're representatives. Depending on, yeah, where you are and what it is. is and it even, I want to say, like, one state, yeah, one state, I don't remember which, again, I have access to the internet, let's look it up. One <laughs> of them is, like, a monocameral. What does that even mean? Or unicameral, rather. Um... Unicameral means that there's just one, uh, one chamber. Oh, fun! Just so everyone who's listening knows, since this is a little pertinent, Harrison actually has a background working in like Congress. He Nebraska, and has like a background helping with different people's campaigns. So he actually has some more political insider knowledge than most people do, and certainly more than I do. Which <laughs> Used to, predominantly. But uh, Nebraska is the only state that has a unicameral huh. system. Which is weird, but also there's like a ton of problems to upper and lower chambers. I was like about it to always say, leads to elitism. It seems like you have a, like, it seems like a one-house system is not a bad idea i mean that's what like fucking parliaments are so mm -hmm. you know no, I mean, well, obviously no, I, no, no, there's, no, 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 there's not necessarily but well yeah like, that's I mean, true they have you the say House of parliament I, right when you say parliament i immediately think of uh the uk and and they have to theirs is bicameral bicameral they have well. the the right because they in fact theirs is like 10 times fucking worse because they have a house of lords which again <laughs> like is largely it no it's way more than ceremonial they do have they definitely have power but like it's gotten to the point where people kind of realize well we can't just give a bunch of rich assholes all of the power like, you can't at least be yeah, you about. can't like have that much power just because your daddy owned land. Like that's right. <laughs> that's not a good enough reason. <laughs> right. That's not even a good reason. That's kind of something that you should think about telling people and being proud of. Yeah. Though and I mean they are I don't know how this will affect the House of Lords, but um I do know that titles in the UK are over. Everyone who has a title outside of the immediate royal family 
um, are, is the last person to hold that title forever, and their kids will will not have them. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. When, when did that go into effect? Pretty recently. And you know who is one of the key responsible people? This is going to blow your mind. Jamie Lee Please Curtis. Tell me that. Nope. Not at all who I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking Harry and Meghan. Just, ap- uh, keep it nice and simple. <laughs> yeah, because apparently... Jamie Lee Curtis. Good for she, you. Yeah, she's a lady. She's married to an earl over there. And, uh, and she, I guess, oh. from her like American roots convinced him to like run this campaign that's like getting rid of lineage titles and they did wild yeah well fun fact <laughs> no that's a, no that's an absolutely great fact do you know so you don't know where or i mean when i think it was pre megan and harry having even been like engaged and all that mm. oh, but okay. yeah i don't i i know it wasn't like I super recent like, five years ago now wait really they got engaged five years ago i'm pretty sure that is a hate this is insane we have in our (laughs) pockets more knowledge than was ever contained in the library of alexandria and we're like oh is this when this happens like dude fuck fuck it up yeah but there's something not talking to you oh i know i know there's just something fun. I like I like the mystery, especially when it doesn't matter. It's like I, if I don't need to know, and it's a nebulous detail, it's like, eh. Mm. Like, <laughs> there's something fun right. about it. No, it's not. It wasn't five years ago. It was like three and a half. Okay, okay. I was like, or, I feel like Trump was president when that happened. But yeah, um, it was. Uh, it was May nineteenth, twenty eighteen. I guess that sums it up for our news chat so far for this week. But let's hop into the bad content section. Or, if it's a separate bonus episode, then uh, welcome, you bitch. A TBD bitch. I mean, I think you mean doofuses dweebs and dweebs. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to offend either dweeb or doofus. Um, you're all welcome here. Um, please be kind to one another, though. We ask All are welcome at our table. Yeah, we ask for respect uh, between Doofus and Dweeb on, on this podcast. You may, however, be super mean to us in the comments. Yes, please uh, that do. Is, that will forever be allowed. No scrubbing of, uh, of, of our comment section. Uh, give us your venom. In fact, if you are... If you're uh if you're on Apple or whatever, don't well I'll I'll save this shit for the end. But if you decide to leave any comments and there's an option for you to leave comments or reviews on a podcast, maybe if it's mean enough and mean in like a really creative way, we'll read it on the show. So give us your worst. Mm. Yes. <laughs> this is this is I mean, we did to be fair, we did start this war. We we right off the bat dubbed them dweebs and doofuses. Uh Neither of which I'm quite sure on the exact definition, but I know they're not great things to be called. I mean, it, d- uh, it depends. Insisted uh, on it. Uh oh, my butt hit the mic. Sorry about that. I wouldn't be such a dweeb about it, Harrison. Okay. Mm. <laughs> 
Um, so for bad, this is a, this is a thing we're, we're trying out and I, and I, I'm honestly pretty excited about it and I'm excited for its evolution week to week, but Harrison had this idea that at the end of every show, after we talk about all the bad news, we should take, pick a, a show or a movie, talk about more bad shit, talk about more bad shit. And every week we're picking a show or a movie. We're trading off each week who picks it. And uh, basically, Harrison or I will have already seen it and we'll say, oh, this is terrible. We'll both watch it and then talk about how terrible it is as like an uplifting, bad discussion for the end of every yes. every show. Um, so, <laughs> so this week, Harrison, uh, you picked it. I'll let you introduce this one. <laughs> this is something that came back into my life after a two-decade hiatus or more actually um like last year my brother just was like do you remember superbook superbook and i was like i thank you uh and i was like yeah kind of and he was like there's this robot and they like go back in time or something and <laughs> the it's amazing the theme song is actually very informative it does it is acting as a sort of the story thus far um because i have watched the first episode and it makes no more sense than the theme song is able to make of it uh which is just that a bible falls on a computer uh which digitizes it and then it sucks up the dog the visiting cousin and the like robot butler uh into a bible story yeah that is that is the plot they are (laughs) after a dog this is an incredible on top of it just being as weird as it is on the surface it hasn't even we one thing that i think is weirder is that the first season is kind of a different show there's no like the robot is super different the uh the little kid like the cousin character isn't there um and they're also mainly covering new testament shit which i feel like season two is almost all old testament which is part of why it's so fucking weird um (laughs) but yeah no the the season two the bible falls on the computer like all of this same or similar shit happens except just like some of the character models are different and all of the care the animation is totally different the i actually uh, did notice when i i looked up the show after i watched it and Mm -hmm. i noticed there is an even newer version of the show that as opposed to so the version that harrison (laughs) made me watch is like this old you know cheap scooby-doo style hand illustrated animation but the new version of superbook is computer animated yeah (laughs) and and like and it's not just it's not just animated it's anime it's japanese oh so like the words don't like at all fit the uh the (laughs) the moving mouths because like it wasn't originally recorded in english Oh man! I mean, it's it's bad, and, and, and so many it is. But there's so many like very clear anime tropes to it that just totally makes sense. But like my, my my brother showed this to me, and I mean, like it it brought back memories that I have not accessed since I was like maybe four. <laughs> like 
by the time I was born, this thing was already like a decade old, right? Like, I mean, it was it was already old, but it I looks saw it. it. And there's so many hilarious anime tropes in it that I can totally point to and be like, oh, so this is why I, I like X, Y, and Z in my anime. It's probably because of fucking super books. Um, <laughs> which, which is just, it, oh, it's so, it's so incredible. Yeah, no, give me give me your your like opening impression so so yeah the episode you turn I, it on what do you think the episode that uh harrison sent me is called test of faith and it mm. is the story of abraham uh being asked by uh by yahweh to th- mm-hmm. the the lord god if you will to, uh, to go sacrifice his son isaac but first mm-hmm. The first thing that happens is, of course, the theme song, which I'm not going to lie. I stopped watching it after the theme song and then returned the next day to to watch the episode because I was so I was like, oh, no, I am not. I was like I had had smoked a little. I was just not in the right frame of mind to watch the show. I was like, "Mm -mm, not right now. I was like, this is this is gonna be hideous, so I need to like prepare myself. But yeah. then you jump in and your fucking lead cousin character, I guess, I didn't know he was their cousin, and the Christian yeah. robot who has like a cross on his fat little rotund robot belly. Yes, are... yes and Yuri has a U uh on his like poncho, I suppose is what he's wearing. Uh and is also the the Uriah Yuri is short for Uriah. They only cover that in the first episode, uh, and then they never mention it again. Well, which is just an incredibly strange name. Yuri can go fuck himself because he sucks. Ooh. Also, that that voice he he it does the so. he doesn't speak with Oz. He he uses oh, the so one over there. Oh, I hate it so much. Be lucky. <laughs> or, or consider yourself lucky that you weren't watching episode two, which is titled Hot Dog, and you best fucking believe that every time he says it, it's hot dog. Oh, God. Yes. It's like, you want to know what hot dogs are? It's so, th- that is honestly my favorite oh, element of the show. By the way, so if y'all want to <laughs> become Superbook fans, like yeah. myself. If you want to stand. If you want to stand either earnestly or ironically Superbook, it's available for free on the interwebs. But my favorite aspect, at least initially, uh, as we're going through with the introduction of every new character, is that so many of the characters are really young or really old, because it's the story of Abraham. And all of them sound like they're 30. (laughs) Yeah, every single one, including Yuri. Oh yeah, absolutely. My favorite, of course, like is a thirty-year-old Isaac. A wisp. Isaac, who is like going to get sacrificed, just sounds like this like strapping twenty-year-old, but is depicted as like ten, and like right. his opening line or whatever is like him hugging a sheep. And I don't even remember what he says. He's just like, "Mmm, big boy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like died laughing. Right. Which, I mean, we did pick, and, and that's another thing that's very funny to me about season two of Superbook, is that it's the Old Testament, and they pick some very questionable stories uh, as far as how it's ostensibly a children's show, 
Um, <laughs> the, the sacrifice of Isaac is serious shit, heavy shit, and questionable shit. Not to mention but, that they could have just told the story of the sacrifice of Isaac, but they included the prequel bit of Sarah, his ninety-year-old mm. mother, getting pregnant with him, and they like. For no reason did they have to include this, but because they did, and it's a kid's show, they somersaulted for like five minutes around talking about fucking, and instead were like, it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, that, that was incredible, as was, and you're right, it was cleaned up of shit, like, there, there is literally no mention of Ishmael or his mother, right? They're... I also I find it uh and this is this is persistent uh angels in this are just like a dude like there's no like there's no they don't give into like any temptation to to which I mean is is uh, I guess more a classic interpretation but it's just very funny to me that this like fundamentally christian show would not go with like any sort of christian interpretation of an angel you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, I found that fascinating. Uh, further fascinating is the fact that the voice of the, the messenger is the same as both God and the narrator. Okay, good. I you find that out in the uh, Moses episode. I was curious about that, mainly because for whatever reason, that actor speaks like this and puts a nice little break between each word and lands on them all like a dun 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 he's going upstairs yeah. that's like how that yeah, actor yeah, yeah. speaks <laughs> it's good no it's, it's really not good. it's really oh. not if you want a good show oh. don't watch this <laughs> no dude dude we i mean we haven't even like the the it also just i mean the binding of isaac is an incredibly problematic story as is right like God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son to him, right? To prove like that, that, his that, faith. That is a very unreasonable thing to do. Yeah. Even if, if, like, some scholars will argue that, oh, no, Abraham knew God would, like, test it or, or, or was just testing him and would, like, opt out the last second. It's like, well, then it wasn't an act of faith, was it? Yeah. It, it, like, I, I I I feel like and like Superbook really portrays it like this, where like Abraham had full intention to sacrifice Isaac. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he also lit the fire before, like using the knife. Well, like him raising the knife and shit. I was like, oh man, this is a. Uh... Yeah, they were going for it. It was a whole to do, and of course Isaac. This is and this is the thing that I don't like about. Not this that I there are many things I don't like about Superbook after watching this one twenty minute episode. But but he uh oh no Whoop. Oh no I I'm I ran out of space on my little Camtasia. But it's okay. We're gonna make it all work. God damn <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. But anyway, I guess to close it out, Superbook is is bad, but it's it's a romp. I I have no 
I have regrets. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I don't have regrets because I do. <laughs> absolutely do and should have regrets. It's not a good thing, but it is a very strange thing, uh, and I think it is so bad that uh, for an episode or two, the Sodom and Gomorrah one is pretty funny as well. I don't uh, really know how like, it couldn't be. <laughs> well, I mean, right, because the story has to get like rapey necessarily. It's like a pretty big. Part of it. It's just like, oh yeah, how are you gonna square that uh, to kids? And they're just like, eh. we'll talk around it. <laughs> well, damn. I'll have to think of something good to follow up Superbook, and by good I mean um, absolutely heinous to follow up absolutely Superbook. Terrible. I don't think it'll be in the Christian realm because I personally don't know if I can sit through another piece of bad Christian content uh, next week. That. Oh, you're gonna- have to the week after because you're <laughs> just getting started down the Christian content. Oh hole. God, I forgot about your upbringing. <laughs> Probably Veggie Tales territory. I'm yeah, I'm familiar with some Veggie Tales. I mean, I'm most uh, as most Bible young man? Bible. What? We'll, we're gonna have a good time. Oh God! Oh God! Don't worry. It's every other week. Give me back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll keep it to myself until I figure it out. Hopefully, I'll let you know this weekend, and then next week we'll uh, we'll have a new a new thing to uh, to talk about distastefully at the end of a distasteful conversation about the news. But I think at this point we should just wrap this baby up. Um, do you have any last words or any pluggables or shows you want to call out? my Twitter where I uh, tweet the worst content <laughs> with uh, the theme of this show. So if you notice, this guy's not very good at Twitter. He's um, He doesn't really know what he's doing. The tweets are a little uh, long and use punctuation, which is strange and not a lot of uh, relevant hashtags, even when they are used uh, in the wrong places. Um, You'll know you'll found the right guy. (laughs) It's on right. That's the point. Uh, I'm operating on a comedic uh, level that that you are not quite getting. (laughs) You can learn. Uh, But what I'm I'm really trying to say is whether uh, you are a dweeb or a doofus, we're all D's. We're all D's here, uh, and and I think that's a pretty good note to leave it on. I guess you can follow me at Chris Wyden on any platform, and um, and I'll just leave it at that for now. Try not to do shitty things this week. <laughs>